So per the NFL Network, the Buffalo Bills are going to take care of safety DeMar Hamlin. They were able to work it out with the NFL PA. So that is his entire contract. They have, there's a clause in his contract that if he goes to IR, they can pay him half the salary. So he had a a four-year, $3.6 million deal, and they could have paid half of that, but the Bills did right by DeMar Hamlin, which I thought they would do. The Steelers did the same thing for, for Ryan Shazier. When he had a, a terrible injury, very scary injury on the field. And I was very happy to see this. A lot of my friends, and I wanted to talk about this. This isn't the most popular take. And I wasn't going to get into this last week. Because at that point in time, you just really didn't care about the game. You didn't care about the playoffs. You're just focused on DeMar Hamlin and his recovery. And his survival, really. If you go back to last last Monday. We saw someone virtually die on an NFL field. It had to be resuscitated. And that was was bone-chilling. That was scary. That was uh, traumatizing. And I'm just a fan. Think about the players on the field. So I didn't want to talk about this last week. It's not really a popular point of view, but there are so many people that were ripping the NFL. And I try not to take people on social media too seriously, but there's so much negativity And the NFL being the highest rated TV show in the United States of America, of course, they're going to get a lot of criticism. And if you go to Breitbart or Fox News, they're still angry at the entire NFL because a dozen players kneeled for the national anthem, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. So you have that crowd is like, I don't watch the NFL because I stopped watching because of the kneelers, the quote kneelers. And the NFL will fail, which is obviously not true because the NFL has has moved up to a $20 billion business and dominates the ratings. And then you you have people from, from another political party, another point of view. Football is so barbaric and primitive. And, uh, and the people that play it are modern-day slaves who are being exploited by billionaires and for our entertainment. And I don't watch it because I think it's a terrible sport and I would never let my sons play football. And you have that crowd. You have the crowd that said, if Colin Kaepernick never plays in the NFL again, I'm never going to watch. But although you don't watch, you seem to know everything that's happening in the NFL. You know how many sacks TJ Watt had this year? You know how many yards... Tom Brady threw four. You seem to know a whole lot of football, even though you don't watch football. I thought you wasn't watching football because Colin Kaepernick didn't get a job. So people really get emotional when it comes to football. I get emotional. I think I said that Jeff Saturday should be tarred and feathered and ridden out of Indianapolis on a rail. So you all get emotional. But I saw people calling for the, the abolishment of football because of this injury to DeMar Hamlin. I saw people rail about how the the owners will be greedy and they won't care if he ever walks again. 
and they won't care if he survives. They won't care about his family. They won't care if he has some life because he's not vested. And while I was watching people say it, I was just like, why don't you puff the brakes? Let's let's first and foremost see what happens with this young man. Obviously, if he if he were not to survive, that would have been an unspeakable tragedy. At the end of the day, only thing that matters is that DeMar Hamlin is alive and that one day he can walk out of that hospital in Cincinnati and walk back home to his family and his loved ones and move forward with his life. If that involves playing football again, great. If that doesn't involve playing football again, he seems like a very smart, electromagnetic personality is going to have a really bright future in whatever he does. But the internet assassins were, were out there. You just can't please certain people. So you get this whole argument about if football should exist and and this is this is a referendum on, on greedy owners and society itself. And I, I, I just scoff at that. I've been covering sports for a long time. I've interviewed a lot of professional athletes. And the first thing that DeMar Hamlin did when he when he was awake. He was able to write on a piece of paper. He wanted to know if the Bills won the game. When we watch ballers and playmakers and and the various, the game with Malik Wright and Tasha Mack, you see the Bitleys, you see the Lambos, you see on any given Sunday, you see the nice houses, you see the women, you see the jewelry. You see people on the cover of ESPN magazine and Sports Illustrated, and all of those material things. The Bugattis, the the Rolex watches, the Birkin bags. But that's not a typical NFL player. The way the salary cap is structured, the truth of the matter is, you have 53 men on the roster. 10 or 11 of those people make the majority of the money. DeMar Hamlin making six, seven hundred k a year. That's not enough money to live off the rest of your life. That's not generational wealth, especially when a, when a typical career in the NFL is three, four years. So if you're an NFL player and you play long enough to get vested so you can get retirement and get a pension, you've beat the system. If you're good enough to get a second contract, you've really beat the system. But, but the, the notion that, that most of these guys have Porsches and stuff like that, that's just not true. A lot of these young men play because they love the game. They love playing football. They've been playing football most of their lives. They know the risks involved. And you can't compare your thought patterns to that of someone that's in the NFL. Have you ever seen Alex Smith's leg without that sleeve on? His mangled leg that was almost amputated. He had to have 17 surgeries or something like that. And a terrible infection. As soon as Alex Smith was medically cleared to play, he was at commander's practice, still limping. These men know the risks of playing in the NFL. And these men sign on the dotted line. It's not even about the money. They know the risks. A lot of these men would play play football for for free because they love playing. So we got to put to bed this whole thing that (laughs) – that somebody should come in and and regulate this. And I I even knew someone that said that we as fans need to demand that they change the collective bargaining agreement so that DeMar Hamlin gets paid. And that's, that's just absolutely insane. 
The players are represented in the collective bargaining agreement by some of the best attorneys that money can buy. Those attorneys are probably clocking 1500 bucks an hour. And there's this constant inertia. The players are fighting for more. The owners are fighting for more. You have people like Troy Vincent, who I believe is the president of the NFLPA, making sure the players get as many rights as possible. And they're constantly going back and forth. Now, we know that the owners hit concussions and those issues, but ultimately the lid was blown off of that. If you go back and look at some of the old Super Bowl clips of Terry Bradshaw getting clotheslined by the Minnesota Vikings, and if you look at back in the days with Irv Cross and Britt Musburger and Jimmy DeGreek, the opening for for the NFL on CBS were, were a bunch of guys getting pile-driven and taking helmet-to-helmet shots. And now you have a structure that, that at the very least, tries to, to limit that. You saw Tua kind of glitch, glitch in the matrix on the field earlier this year. But you have groups now, and the culture of football is changing, even in, in college football. You saw Marvin Harrison take a hat shot against Georgia a couple of weeks ago, and he wanted to go back in the game. And Ohio State, their trainers are like, no, we're, we're taking your helmet. You're not going back into this game. So I'm not saying that football – it's perfect. I'm not saying that men don't get hurt, but these individuals know what they're risking when they get out there on the field. They sign on the dotted line. These are grown men. These are professionals. This isn't me or you playing in some flag football league on Sundays. These are professionals. And I think as fans, we have to make the decision, is this a type of entertainment that we want to watch? And if the answer is no, nobody's holding a gun to your head. You don't have to watch football. Let me repeat that. Nobody is holding a gun to your head. If you don't think that football is entertaining because it's too barbaric or you don't like the politics behind it or you think the men are getting exploited or you think that there are more important things going on in society like literature and ballet, you don't have to watch it. You're not forced to watch football or any sport for that matter. It's entertainment. It's not entertaining to watch people have to be resuscitated on the field. But it's meant to be entertainment. That's the goal of football in any sport. And so many people talk about how they detest what's going on, but the ratings don't lie. The NFL is by far the highest rated TV show in the United States of America. Before what happened with DeMar Hamlin. After what happened with DeMar Hamlin. And it will be the next time someone gets seriously injured or worse on the field. Those are the harsh realities but these men know what they're doing and they're professionals and they're compensated to stand up to the pressure and do things with their bodies that people like me and you can only dream of doing. Got a great show today. Um, some clips from the weekend, big talk sports and entertainment and Carlin the great. We, we had a chance to call the Oakwood ambassadors. I'm the voice of the Oakwood ambassadors. We had a chance to call their game here in Cashville versus Fisk. Coach Kenny Anderson of the Fisk Bulldogs came on the show, which was dope, the, the original point god. And then John and April Nixon, after a long hiatus, they actually popped in, and it's great to have them back. So, so we have a fantastic show today. We'll be back more than Lance J Radio Network after these messages. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
The cooks look Mosaic Meals and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious mosaic meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. James Lewis. But I worked for a company once. And particularly the C-suite that was in charge of that line of business. This person thrived on bullying people. They enjoyed bullying people. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. They were proud of it. They wore it as a badge of honor. They thought it was a joke. They were joking around with other executives about, I'm ruining families. Husbands and wives are not spending time together because of me. When I overheard that conversation, I immediately said, I was like, I've got to get out of this company. This company is a train wreck waiting to happen. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.